Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Voices of the Vic podcast with myself, uh, Joe Thomas. And as you can see, I'm joined this evening by Cam Smart. Uh, We're here to talk about the Southampton uh, game earlier today, the fourth round game at Vicarage Road that ended in a a one-all draw. Uh, Much of dismay of, uh, I'm guessing, nearly 20,000 fans in the ground. Obviously, everyone was probably uh, willing a goal to go in towards the end, so uh, we didn't have a... uh, a replay on our hands, but here we are. Um, Cam, first of all, how are you doing? Obviously, I know you were at the game today. Was it an enjoyable game? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And yeah, it was it was enjoyable, as enjoyable as a game that no one really cares about can be. Uh, I, I had fun. Yeah, it was a nice day out. Lovely, lovely weather. I don't know why we're getting all this sun in January, but I, I won't complain there. So yeah, really, really pleasant day out. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I didn't get a chance to fully see the game. I've only seen highlights and stuff from the game. But uh, yeah, I've been out with the kids today enjoying the sun as well. So it's been nice. It did look from all the pictures a nice crisp afternoon in the sunshine at Vicarage Road, which, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're always good days, aren't they? Um, yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's jump straight in then with, uh, with the uh, main talking points today, starting with the, um, the starting lineup for today's game. Six changes from... Um, Bristol City last week. Um, did you expect, first of all, to see so many changes? No, I mean, we know Valerian Ishmael likes to put out his full strength team no matter what. I expect he'll go for a fairly strong team in the replay, which I'm sure we'll get to. But it did surprise me a bit to see some of the people that he put in. I suppose given, you know, our hands been forced a little bit, we've got a game on Wednesday, which, by the way, is a load of bollocks because they played on Friday. How is that fair? But... Um, Enough about that. I'm getting my excuse in early for when we don't win that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised to see... Um, well, Backman was no surprise. We knew he'd play. I was a little bit shocked to see, you know, Pollock come in and see her out. But I was, I was quite content with the lineup. I don't know about you. Yeah, looking at the lineup, there were a few shocks. Obviously, like we say, Pollock not played um, much this season, obviously, coming in in a... Well, it's not really a nothing game, is it? I mean, we... We go in with every game wanting to, to to win, obviously. But, yeah, that was a shock to see him. Um, especially, like I say, after Porteous had just come back into the side last week, hadn't he? So, yeah, it's a strange one, that one. Um, but, um, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about Pollock later and his performance. Um, Lewis, we obviously expected to come in, didn't we, for Morris? Obviously, we've said a lot on the podcast over the last few weeks that Morris hasn't really done a lot as he? he's not really done anything to kind of stake his claim for a starting 11 uh, spot um so yeah lewis obviously with himself being fit i expected him to come back in today um livermore was a little bit of a shock not to start and serialta coming in there um martin's coming in for tom deli bashir obviously with us having so many games like you say sheffield wednesday on wednesday i think probably Tom Deli will come back in there into that central midfield position. So giving him a rest today probably was a sensible 
option and then obviously the other one up top which I know you were probably uh, secretly rejoicing when you saw that starting at heaven, <laughs> seeing Bio get a chance uh, up front. Uh, what did you make of his performance today? I thought he was good. I, I thought it took him a while to get involved, I thought. But when he was getting involved, he was doing everything we've sort of been wanting from a striker. All the things that Rajevic isn't offering. I mean, first of all, he must be practising high jump while, he was, while he's at home because... I mean, that leap of his, it gets higher and higher every week and he just, he towers above defenders. So, yeah, really encouraging to see him winning flick-ons and beating defenders in the air. Um, but his link-up play, I, I thought it was quite good. Again, I thought every time he got the ball at his feet, he laid it off well. He made good runs down the channel and that caused uh, Joe Lumley and goal quite a few problems. And there was one time he um, he ran in behind down the channel Lumley came for it and he, he rounded Lumley and put a ball in the box. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, no one could get on the end of it. What I'd like more from him, and normally this isn't a complaint about Bio, but I thought what was missing today was that goal threat. He uh, he wasn't necessarily in the right place all the time. There was uh, one moment in particular in the second half, we sort of flashed a ball into the box. I think it was uh, James Morris that played it in. And it was just begging to be tapped in on the goal line. And that's where you'd want Vakimbayo to be. But uh, he, he wasn't there. But, yeah, I was I was quite pleased with him today. I thought he put in a shift. And, yeah, he showed a lot. Yeah. did um, Do you think he um, potentially looked a little bit um, off the pace still? Obviously, he was, he was out for three games, wasn't he? Do you think he still lacks a little bit of sharpness in uh, in his play still? Or It's, it's possible, but I... I think I think he put in a good performance. I, I don't think he looked like someone who'd, you know, just been starting again after after a three game ban. So yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him in the team going forward. I, I don't think I think he's up to sharpness now. So yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to see him start on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, so a few comments just come in from uh, Mark Schofield. Uh, one here says, "Very surprised Liverpool did not come in after uh, after Saints started to turn the screw." Yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise actually. Um, obviously, I was following it online. Uh, there was they were saying that um, Southampton were starting to get a hold of things in that in that midfield and moving the ball around a bit better with the subs that came on. I was quite surprised that he didn't get any minutes, really. Were you shocked he didn't come on at all? Yeah, I mean, look, you can look at it two ways. Yeah, we probably did need him in there. We we completely lost control of the game at one point. But um, I, I thought Sierra Auto was fantastic in there today. He he seemed to get to everything and he, he was fairly composed on the ball. You You know what he lacks. He lacks a bit of pace. He can get caught out in transition. But I, I thought he had a he had a good game, and if we see out that game at, at one 0 then you know we're we're not asking for Livermore. We're thinking right, yeah, it's a master stroke. Livermore's had a a week and a half to rest, and he's fresh for Sheffield Wednesday. So there's definitely one eye on that, and I think it's wise to um, you know not not fully go for the win against Southampton. Just keep your eye on the league because ultimately that's what's way more important. Yeah, we've been saying for a few weeks, haven't we, that we just seem to be getting to that position where we're we're hovering, aren't we? We're, we're consistently in that top sort of... Well, we're in the top 12, but though that cluster of teams, that three or four teams that are just outside the playoffs, we just can't seem to get that momentum and that run going to to get us into the top six so yeah i think um i think with the changes that you made like you say val was wise today to give people a rest because sheffield wednesday for me you know they're they're struggling still aren't they they've had a they did have a run of good results they're starting to sort of dip away a little bit so yeah i definitely think we've got a good op good opportunity there on wednesday night um we were going to talk about it later but obviously a comment Come in. It was a surprise to see Pollock start, especially as he's supposed to be leaving. It's only content with the lineup because Saints made nine changes with the big guns on the bench. Um, yeah, so obviously just talking about Pollock, obviously we did mention that um, we were surprised to see him in the team today. Um, from uh, obviously our group chat and what you said before coming live on tonight, and some of my friends, they've all been singing uh, singing his praises uh, this evening, saying he put in a good performance and and one hell of a shift. Uh, 
were you happy with him today? Yeah, I was. I don't think he was perfect. I think there were a few times he sort of he got caught out by the runs Trey Adams was making in behind and Hoot sort of had to clean up for him. But there's a there was a good partnership there. They sort of complemented each other a bit. Uh Pollock a little bit more sprightly than Hugh uh Hoot. He was sort of he was doing what Porches does, stepping into midfield a bit, but he was doing it in a much more sort of controlled way. Um he he just he looked composed. I mean, it's night and day between that performance today and the one at Millwall last season, which I think was his last start for us. So, yeah, encouraging for Pollock. It is weird that he played uh, if he's you know supposedly put in a transfer request, but I don't mind it if he wants to play like that. Then give him minutes, let him play because we do have a bit of a right centre back problem. I don't trust Sear out of there. And we know Ryan Porteous isn't the most reliable. So I'm sure he's, you know, put his name in the hat for a, for a start in the league at some point, maybe. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because obviously we've been talking a little bit um, in, in the background this week about that that position. Obviously, we we said Ryan Porteous was obviously linked with Udinese uh, temporarily before the brakes were put on that quite quickly because of the uh, not being able to register. Um, so obviously he's going to stay. Um, we know that Pollock's put in a transfer request. Serialta, like you say, it, it, that that position there isn't exactly solid, is it? Um, do you? Well, obviously we're probably not going to get anybody in there because they've made it clear that a left centre back is a is a priority. But do you do you see that being uh, a, a position that might chop and change quite frequently between now and the end of the season? Yeah, because, I mean, traditionally it, it's between Ryan Porteous and Francesco Sierra, and they both offer very different things. I like what Porteous gives us on the ball. He's a bit quicker, and I think that complements Hoop a bit better. But uh, Francesco Sierra, monster in the air, and, you know, a pretty good defender, I'd say. But he does lack a lot on the ball. So we do have... Um, it is nice to have two different options there, and it, it helps with, a you know, you get a bit of flexibility out of that. But now, now we've got Pollock in the mix as well. If he wants to play well, then yeah, why why not give him a game? So uh, I don't think that set, that position is going to be you know a set person for the rest of the season. I think we'll we'll continue to see the the three rotate, and we'll probably see a bit of movement there in the summer. Maybe you know maybe Pollock will leave, maybe Sierra Outer will leave, maybe Porteous will leave. But I I do think yeah. we'll strengthen there when we can. Yeah, I agree. I do think it's um, one to keep an eye on, especially over the summer. I think, um, yeah, it'd be interesting because depending on what happens in terms of game time, one, two, maybe if not all three could potentially leave and we could end up with a brand new um, centre-back pairing at the start of next season. So, yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, But, yeah, going into the the action then today, um, obviously Martins put us uh, one up on uh, five minutes. Clever free kick. Um, Lumley was completely wrong-footed. I don't think he was expecting it at all. I don't know if uh, you've seen it back, but it looks as though it was a it was a pretty feeble attempt at trying to save the ball. To be honest, um, obviously they weren't expecting Martins to shoot from there because they only put one person in the wall. Um, but nonetheless, I thought it was a decent hit and a and a and a great goal. What did you make of it? Well, yeah, I said before kickoff, right? Joe Lumley's in goal we have to test him because he's been one of the worst keepers in the championship for a number of years now. And I just remember so many howlers he's made for for the likes of Middlesbrough. And I think it was Reading he was at where I remember a game he he conceded, I think it was four or five to Rotherham and he was just all over the place. So yeah, I was licking my lips at the prospect of Joe Lumley and gold. And I'm sure Mateus Martins was too. He, uh, He makes two mistakes here. First of all, what are you doing setting up a one-man wall there? I mean, you're inviting Mateus Martins to shoot and it's just such a pathetic wall. We, um, we're we quite good at hitting the wall normally, but I don't think even we can do it when there's only one person in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's it's a good finish by Martins, but it's it's made just way too easy for him from a from a Southampton point of view. But um, not not that I care. Yeah, and Lumley's second mistake, I mean, he's got to do better on the shot, hasn't he? He's 
he's got to save that. But um, first free kick goal since Imran loser away at Blackpool, I believe. So, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly take it. And what a start to the game. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I actually put something in a, in another chat. I mean, with some, some other Watford fans, and I was saying it's, it's not quite as long as the wait we had between um, loser and the previous one because the previous one before that was Abdi, I think, in the um, Premier League against Aston Villa. So yeah, that's that was like, something like six years or something, wasn't it? So, Absolutely. No, no. Adam Messina at Cardiff was. Of course, um, it was. But in front, yeah, okay, in front, in front of fans, Messina was quite a long wait. Yeah, it was. Yeah, to be fair, that was still a long, uh, still a long way. Yeah, well, well remembered there. But yeah, um, and I don't know how that one went in. It was straight down the middle. I know. Yeah, we we seem to um, profit from goalkeeping errors and free kicks, don't we? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, nonetheless, obviously a good start um, from uh, from us. Um, next opportunity after that was, um, if I remember rightly, uh, Southampton had a uh, a free header from a corner that was uh, just went over the bar. Uh, didn't really trouble Batman, didn't look like it was going to trouble anybody. But obviously the concern is, again, is that we gave somebody a free header in the box without really challenging. And obviously that's just something we just can't eradicate because we we seem to do it quite a lot. We, I think, uh, if I remember rightly, we conceded the second highest amount of goals from set pieces this season in the, in all the championship teams. So, yeah, still a concern, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I mean, Southampton were not in that half at all. That that free kick was right at the end of the half. And yeah, Southampton weren't in it at all. It would have been criminal if we went in level. We should have been, you know, two or three nil up. But that's what can happen when, you know, you don't defend set pieces properly. You invite teams to get back in the game when they probably shouldn't. I mean, it's a it's a really, you know, that that's an extra like five, ten goals a season if you can sort your set pieces out. And uh, you'll concede an extra five, ten a season if you if you can't defend them like we can't. So, yeah, it's something I want, I really want us to improve on. And it, it would have, like I said, been absolutely criminal if we were, if we didn't go into half-time winning. Luckily, you know, he, he missed the header. But Southampton continued to get a lot of joy from those situations all game. Yeah, they did. Um, but just going back uh, slightly, I know there was a point you wanted to touch on from a, a, a chance Bio had, which I think was uh, slightly before that, uh, where he had a shot that just uh, went wide of the post. Um, obviously, it was great build-up, team build-up play from Watford for that. And obviously, he picked up the ball. Um, ball came loose on the edge of the box. I think some, I can't remember who it was, tried to defend it to Southampton, but was then wrong-footed getting back to it. And Bio just picked it up and uh, managed to kind of get himself into a position where he was able to shoot and it literally just went wide. Um, obviously a good opportunity, but also it was good, uh, a good passage of play from Watford there. Yeah, yeah, really good. We just caused a bit of chaos in their area. And I really like Bio in, in the build-up here because he sort of, he received the ball back to the defender and it just sort of glued to him. You know, he he held it up, he held it up. And he waited for a man to come along and he laid it off. He, he was brilliant in that passage of play. There was um, a really good turn from Kone as well. A nice bit of skill from him. And another thing Bio does here that you don't often see from Mileta Rajevic is he gets the ball and he doesn't just blast it. He makes space for himself. He sort of shimmies the defender and he, he lets go and that was inches from going in and I thought he really deserved a goal today. So yeah, really, really unlucky from him. Yeah, it was. Um, let's just have a little look here. Comment coming from Matt. Um, what a great free kick from Mateus. He said in his interview, he doesn't really practice free kicks that much in training. But if that's the case, then yeah, maybe he should practice free kicks if he's, uh, he's going to take more when he, uh, when he starts. Um, right. So going into the second half, um, Martins obviously had the shot. I don't know, unfortunately, how early it was into the uh, second half, but Martins had the shot that just deflected uh, onto the post. Uh, the keeper was at full stretch going across the goal. Um, very unlucky, obviously. It would have been a bit cruel to go in. Obviously, we would have taken it. But, yeah, nonetheless, great for Martins to get in that position and, and get a shot away, obviously, wasn't it? 
Yeah, and I thought he was absolutely full of it today, Martins. There's been a lot of question marks over him lately, haven't there? A lot of people think, you know, he's too greedy with the ball. He's a one-trick pony and what have you. He was playing on the right today. And yeah, he, he can be greedy, but I thought he gave Southampton a, a torrid time today. And yeah, he not only was he, you know, a brilliant threat in behind, really composed with the ball, but he uh, he helped us out, you know, a bit deeper. He he picked the ball up in deep positions. He laid it off to the right people. And I, I thought it was a real complete performance. His, his defensive contribution as well can't go unnoticed. He, he worked his bollocks off today. And he obviously deserved the goal that he got, but he deserved that bit of luck as well from a deflection. And he he was then unlucky to, to not see that in the net. I, I mean, it looked like a good save from Lumley to his credit, but yeah, yeah, great performance from Martins, I thought. Yeah, it's interesting because I actually thought he looked quite sharp when he came on last week at Bristol City. I thought he, he, he looked better than he had been um, in uh, in in some of his re more recent performances. Um, he was just that little bit decision-making just wasn't quite there last week, but it sounds like he was a lot more on it today and a lot more on the ball and and uh, wanting to cause problems. So, yeah, delighted for him and and hopefully, think he might start on Wednesday. I think he has to. Yeah, I, I mean, he came off after an hour, didn't he, or a bit longer. So, I, I think that was with uh, with Wednesday in mind. So, yeah, start him definitely. If um, if Dennis isn't ready, if Ken's not ready. And obviously, we can't really trust Tom Ince. It's got to be Martins for me. Yeah, Mark's just said it. Martins looked less predictable on the right and Esprit was tricky on the left. So, yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. When when we've seen that this season, that has been the case, hasn't it? It doesn't look as you don't really know what either's going to do when both of those are playing in opposite positions to what they usually do. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what um, what comes about on Wednesday. Um Following that, Backman, um, he didn't really have a lot to do until this opportunity. He made a save from Mason Holgate, had a shot from about 30 yards. Looked comfortable, one that a keeper should make, but when you look at it from behind, it did swerve a bit. So perhaps it was a little bit of a better save than what people might have thought on first view. Um, what did you think of Backman's overall performance today? Look, I thought he was okay. He... Um... He gave us a few nerves on the ball, as we've come to expect from Daniel Backman. A few times he was hesitant to come out. Again, we know he can do that. He did make some good saves, and I don't think his distribution was too bad. There were a few times he, he set us away on the counter quite nicely, and there was one time he, he played a long ball uh, quickly off after he claimed a, a cross, and yeah, he just released it and it was very close to setting a sprayer away in a really good position. But, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it. I'm not entirely convinced by him for, for the Southampton equaliser, uh, but we'll get to that. And, yeah, I just think he, he makes the defence a bit more nervous and he definitely makes me more nervous. You You can hear, I'm sure you would have heard it, you know, anyone watching on TV, whenever Backman gets the ball, everyone just loses it i mean it's 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 nerve-wracking and yeah i'm much more comfortable with ben hamer there as we know so yeah hopefully don't have to have to see dan backman for a while yeah it's interesting isn't it because obviously now we've got the replay do you do you think backman will play the replay yeah i, I don't see why not i mean he's not going to play in the league so yeah, if we want to get him minutes, put him in the replay. I wouldn't mind seeing Myers Roberts giving a go, but it, it will be Backman, surely. Yeah, I expect it to be. I think, like you say, with him probably going to, unless something happens to Hamer, right, injury-wise, I think he's going to get very limited minutes between now and the end of the season, isn't he, with regards to championship football. So, yeah, it's probably something you'd expect um, uh, for the replay. Um yeah, going on from that, then obviously uh, we'll, we'll go into the goal. Um, it was a bit of a weird one because when I first saw it, I I thought it took a deflection first of all. Obviously, it didn't. Armstrong gets the ball on the edge of the box, kind of 
sets himself up, puts a, a, a fantastic, well, I thought it was a, a good effort into the bottom corner. Um, Backman just seemed to be completely wrong-footed, didn't he? Like, it, it, it was a bit strange because you, you look at him, he's kind of looking at it, but then he, he's kind of started to go one way and then realised it's not, he thought he was going to curl it into the top corner, but he's just plastered it into the other corner, isn't he? And he, by then he's not got a chance to get over, so he's just left standing there and watched the ball go go past him into the corner. So yeah. yeah, look, I was sat in the rookery, and obviously that was down the other end for me, so I didn't get the clearest view at the time. But I thought, right, Backman's parried the cross away, and he's just stuck that that ball into what seemed like an empty net from where I was. I thought, is Backman still on the floor? Because I I had no idea where he was, and then having rewatched the goal. Backman was in the goal. He he was, you know, he'd got back in position and he just dived the wrong way. I, I don't know if, you know, Stuart Armstrong might have given him the eyes or I, I don't I don't know. There, there were bodies in between him and the ball, weren't there? So uh, I guess he didn't see it, but it, it was really, really baffling to see a, a keeper dive, you know, commit so early for, for a shot from outside the box and credit to the finish because it, it's it's a good finish but I don't know I'd like to see my my goalkeeper diving the wrong way and I don't think the punch from the cross was particularly convincing he's sort of sent it you know down the middle where they can get a shot away pretty quickly so yeah not not overly convincing but I'd I'd be interested to hear if anyone if anyone thinks I'm being a bit harsh or it if maybe it's not Backman's fault I mean I've seen people blame Emmanuel Dennis for it, for, you know, not, not stopping the shot from Stuart Armstrong, which uh, I'm not sure there was loads he could do, but I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear uh, another view. Yeah, if anyone's uh, listening, you've got any uh, thoughts on the uh, on the Southampton goal, do put it in the comments and uh, we'll we'll get to that in uh, in a few moments. Um, yeah, just while you mentioned, obviously, Emmanuel Dennis, obviously he came on, uh, first uh, appearance back in a Watford shirt uh, for a for a couple of years. Um, what was the reception like when he came on, and uh, how did you think he uh, how do you think he did overall? He got a really good reception. I mean, we knew that would happen, but uh, yeah, everyone on their feet are applauding him, and rightly so because uh, I, I mean that's why I was excited about today. I wanted to see Emmanuel Dennis, and um, I was a bit disappointed by his performance. He uh, he looked very rusty. He um, just wasn't, you know, the ruthless player. He seems to not have, you know, not be at his full pace. So as a time, he he knocked the ball past a few Southampton defenders. And normally at that point, you're just expecting him to be, you know, ruthless. But uh, he got caught up to pretty easily. And look, we've got to be patient with him. Like Val said, we've got to be patient because... He said he needs about two or three weeks to get up to up to the sharpness. He's um, hardly had a kick out in Turkey for half a season, and before that, hardly had a kick at, at Forest for a full season. So, yeah. yeah, we definitely we need to give him time, and and now we can all see what Val meant by that. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to to what's to come from him, really. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Do you, do you think? Um... Obviously, we've got what two games. It'd have been with us a couple of weeks by the time the replay comes. Do you think he might, with the the, the replay and obviously so many fixtures coming around, do you think he might start him and give him maybe an hour and then bring him off? I think it it depends where we're at by that point because um, I haven't looked at the upcoming schedule, but I imagine we have a game both weekends around that, and these are the games where you want to be given players that need minutes a bit of time because. Um, they're they're not important games they're not games you need to win they're games that you know you can use to build sharpness and yeah i'd i'd like to see emmanuel dennis get at least half a game against um against southampton away because I, I don't think we'll see him too much in the league who've we got we got sheffield wednesday and cardiff before then yeah so, so sheffield wednesday um then we've got cardiff at home then we're gonna have the southampton replay and then we're going to have um, we've got Leicester at home after that, followed mm. by Norwich away, uh, followed by Rotherham away. So and then Huddersfield at home to finish the month. So we are literally Saturday, Tuesday up until the seventeenth of February, so mid Feb. So there are 
there is yeah three weeks where we it's going to be quite a big turnaround of games. So I think rotation is going to be quite important over the next um, over the next few weeks. I think for the team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that is a relentless schedule, and it makes me even more annoyed that we didn't get to play on Friday, and we've now got to play on Wednesday. But I'll stop being bitter. Uh, I, I think Dennis will get, you know, maybe 10 minutes against Sheffield Wednesday. We can see he's not quite ready yet. And, you know, maybe another 10, 15 against Cardiff next weekend. But I, I think, you know, the next time we'll see him get a big chunk of minutes will probably be that Southampton away game. I'm just wondering what kind of team are we going to bring to that one? Because we, we've talked about the schedule. It, it's rough. Are we going to you know, go full uh, Slavin Bilic away at Reading or um, Nigel Pearson at home to Tranmere, just, you know, let let the kids play? Or are we going to do what Valerian Ishmael has been doing and go for a strong team, go go for the win? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, again, it's, it's definitely an unwanted fixture for Southampton, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, you know, we've, they're, they're also going to be Saturday, Tuesday now until... Um, uh, until the middle of Feb. So they've now got heavy schedule and obviously they're going for automatic promotion. So especially with Leeds hot on their tails, Ipswich are there. Uh, obviously, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what he does now. I think I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty much the same teams that played today. I think he'll probably, again, make heavy changes, uh, Martin, uh, Russell Martin, and, and, and play a weakened side. And yeah, it'll be just... We'll just be guessing who um, Valerian's going to play and um, and hope it's good enough to to beat uh, that week in Southampton side. Um, but yeah, just some of the comments that have come in uh, from Marks of uh, Dennis. Uh, Dennis was puffing and panting at times, evidently not match fit. Yeah, uh, bring on as a sub at Wednesday. Just going back to the goalkeeping uh, thing. Not all bad goalkeeping, simple as yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's um, he just doesn't fill us with any confidence, does he, Batman? Like it, it just, it's such a shame because he was in a position where he was just doing so well and he got himself into the team. But yeah, I, I think um, it's it's fairly evident that based on kind of how this season's gone, he's probably going to be a summer exit, isn't he? And actually, come to think about it. Unless Ben Hamer gets any injuries or any Backman-esque red cards, we um we probably could see his last game in a Watford shirt away at Southampton. If not, then it will probably be away at Liverpool because I don't think we'd beat them. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's gonna. We're gonna have to reflect on what is probably a very hard to judge Watford career. I'd say because I I don't know if I've ever been that convinced about Daniel Backman, but. There was a um, he came in in the lockdown season, didn't he? And he'd had that that worldy of a game in the Carabao Cup against Oxford. And I thought, right, Foster's not performing. We've got to have this guy in. And he kept loads of clean sheets in the, what was the best defense in the league. Uh, got to the Prem. Clearly, wasn't at the standard last season. Wasn't at the standard this season. Lost his place. So, yeah, it, I I wonder how history is gonna look back on on Daniel Backman yeah I think uh if I was probably gonna sum up Daniel Backman's career it would be of the happy memory from Oxford United away in the uh in the league cut where he he made it we it's probably one of the best goalkeeping displays that Watford players had in the last 20 years I'd, I'd probably say it was I mean he stopped pretty much everything in normal time extra time um, and then saved all three penalties, didn't he, for us to to, to win the time penalties? So, um, but yeah, he's it's it's a shame, like you say, we're all just going to remember him for being a hothead, really, aren't we? That's that's pretty much how we sum that all up. The, all the yellow cards for descent. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just so many, isn't there? I mean, I've, I remember seeing quite a few uh, um, uh, at Vicarage Road where incidents have happened and he's like rushed over to a referee and got in a ref's face and needlessly I think one of them I remember with Rotherham where he just he didn't need to get involved and he ran over to the edge of the 18 yard box and got in the ref's face and the ref was there quick quick as you like yellow card like come on like but yeah and, um, 
both of his red cards have been second yellows with the first yellow being descent so yeah it's not very captainy and um i'm i'm glad we've got wes now as our, as our captain yeah definitely definitely um matt's made a comment here batman always makes me nervous when he plays i think dennis needs to rebuild his fitness and get used to how we play as a team i think using him as a, as a sub for now yeah it's probably probably fair yeah he doesn't it obviously it's a much different side isn't it to what he was part of when he was last at watford so it's obviously going to take him time to get used to that new style of play isn't it really um but next, uh, talking about the front three uh, as a whole today, um, what did you think of uh, the way Martins, Yasser and Bio all played together today? It was a good dynamic. We had Yasser on the left. We've tried it uh, quite a bit of late, I think. Yasser's been on the left, obviously normally on the right, but Mateus Martins played there today. And I think I said it last time I was on, I was very, very sceptical about putting Mateus Martins on the right at first because all the good things he's been doing this season have been from cutting in from the left and, you know, curling one in, into that corner. And, yeah, he's, he's just terrorised defences doing that. So I thought, why put him on the right when you take all of that away? Everything that's good about him, he can't do it on the right. But I think he's he's been better on the right lately than he has been on the left, I think. Someone uh, put it in the comments earlier. He's a lot less predictable on the right. You don't really know what he's going to do, and uh, he's got a good delivery on him. He, he's good at getting in shooting positions, and he scored a good goal today. He could have scored a few more. So, yeah, I thought he was great. I thought Yasser, uh, bag of tricks today. I really didn't want him to come off, and he um, he was quite tricky for us winning that free kick that we scored from. He. He had a, a few more moments like that where he just beat his man with ease. And he loves that drop of the shoulder as well. He he can still cut in and he, he drops his shoulder, he cuts in and he, he links it with the midfield. And Bio, I thought, was was the glue putting it all together. He he was really, really good in the air, you know, really tenacious, held the ball up, laid it off to the right people. And yeah, I'd like to see that front three uh, on Wednesday night and I think we have got some in there that can work for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because I saw a lot of comments recently um, mentioning about with Dennis coming in, Semmer coming back, obviously us having Lewis and, and Morris uh, down that left side. A lot of people were saying about whether Martins would would actually stay and whether Watford might terminate the, the, the loan deal from Udinese for the rest of the season. Do you think, um, do you, I mean, it, uh, I imagine he probably will stay, but do you think that will give maybe Ken less minutes now with Martins obviously starting to do a bit better and obviously Dennis coming in? Well, look, they, they've they all got to work a lot harder now for their place now that Dennis is here. But Dennis has got to work hard too. He doesn't just walk in the team. What What's good about Emmanuel Dennis coming in is he can play, obviously, all three positions in that front line. So I don't think we'll ever have a problem fitting him in. But yeah, as you say about Ken, I mean, I know he's not played for a while, but I thought bringing him on, and I mean, no disrespect to him, but I thought bringing him on today is what killed us. We lost all that pace. We um, we lost all that trickery. He wasn't beating his man. He wasn't really getting involved and the, the game seemed to pass him by. So yeah, I mean, he, he'll be lacking fitness at the moment for sure, but I I want to see more from Ken. I don't particularly rate him like other people seem to. Uh, I, I much prefer Martins and I obviously prefer Dennis. So, yeah, look, there's going to be a big fight for that left wing. I think what we'll eventually see is um, Espria on the right, Martins on the left, and we might see Dennis through the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, down that right side, we're definitely not as strong. As, uh, as the left. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who who starts the most between now and the end of the season. Um, just just touching on something that was mentioned earlier on, um, Kone. Um, it's a comment from Mark here. It says, if Kone's injured, as well as Kayembe, surely we need another central midfielder. Well, I think Kayembe's probably a couple of games, isn't he? I, if I think I read from coming back. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see him 
maybe in the South, if he's given him some minutes, maybe the Southampton replay. If not, it'll be the Leicester game, which is the, the home game after that. Um, but how do you think uh, Kone did today? Was you impressed? Because obviously we were really impressed with him at the, in the first sort of quarter of the game at Bristol City last week before he kind of tailed off. Um, did he start the game well today for you? Yeah, I thought he did. He, he showed that positivity that, that we like from him. He he got on the ball, he turned a lot, and he, he was a good threat, making a few runs in behind as well, linking up with the wide men. I Yeah, I think he put, put in a good shift, maybe tailed off a bit. Um, I completely forgot that he went off injured, and yeah, that is a bit of a concern. But we didn't see Tom Deli Bashiru today. I, I can't remember if he was on the bench or not. I'd assume he was. He, I'm more than happy with, with him coming in against Sheffield Wednesday. I think he can put in a shift. And I'm more than happy with Georgie Chakratadze as well because I thought he had another good game today. So, look, we got options. We saw um, Tom Ince came on in midfield today to, to replace Kone. So, yeah, Mark mentioned yeah. that in the comments earlier on, actually. He did say Ince had to play there when he came on. Um, yeah. It's obviously interesting. I don't think it's a case of had to play there. I think he... Ince is very comfortable playing midfield. He played there a lot for Reading last season. I look. I think he can add something there. He's got. Um, he's a good striker of the ball, and we're very good at getting our our midfielders into those shooting positions, as we've seen. So, look, I wouldn't write off Tommy Ince. It doesn't look like he'll be leaving, given all the minutes he's getting. So, yeah, look, he's a handy, versatile option to have, and I, I think we're. We're pretty covered in midfield, even without Kone and KMB right now. Yeah, it's interesting because I was just about to mention that, actually, with Ince. Uh, there was a lot of talk about him obviously going to Turkey, wasn't there, in a the week and and stuff. But that seems to have simmered down, doesn't it? And there's not really anything being said about that. So with there only being, what, three days left of the 72 hours left of the window being open now, I can't see anything happening there. Do you think he'll be happy to stay and be part of the team, getting bit part? performances here and there or well he'll want to play won't he and we've seen that with um the way Valerian Ishmael is doing things anyone can play it's whoever's performing in training and whoever's working the hardest anyone can play even loser had a way back into the team and he got given a chance so yeah look Tom Ince if he if he really really wants to you know start games for us he'll he'll start putting in a a proper shift he'll start performing if not i mean i'm sure he's okay with sitting on the bench but we we've got plenty of options there and i i'm content with him being one of them yeah um comment here from mark saying it's good we've got Semer, dennis and rivich on the bench as they can all make an impact off the bench if you start with cameras three which i agree with yeah it, it will be interesting obviously like i said if we do go with that three we have got three players there like we, we know Semmer and Dennis definitely obviously we've we still got question marks over Rivich and his contribution to the uh to the to the side but yeah I, I do agree they they all can do something obviously we know Rivich has come off the bench uh once or twice and done a few things here and there and he's scored a couple of times hasn't he so he, he does bring something when he does come on so um so yeah so obviously going to um the replay obviously as we've kind of touched on throughout the, the show, not really anything, a game that either side wants. Um, do you expect, um, oh, well, I, I, as we said before, I don't think many fans are potentially going to bother with it. Um, do you think Ishmael is going to be too concerned about the, the game and going up to Anfield? Or do you think, yeah, it's it's a it's a strange one, isn't it? Because like I say, will he will he go Tranmere and play more kids and give some people a chance? Because obviously we've been saying for for a while, haven't we, that Greaves be nice to see Greaves come in and, and get some minutes. We've seen actually some players um, make the bench over the last few weeks, haven't we? Uh, I can't think of the the, the players. I think one of them is Aiden Coyne. I think Aiden one Coyne. of them. Yeah, um, and I can't remember the other person. But there's been some players that have been. Kind of on the fringe there, and, and getting some uh, some getting appearances on the bench. So, do you think they might come in and they might mix things up completely? Look, I think Val is going to go strength. You know, I think he's going to play largely a, a first team, but he might, you know, sprinkle in a few players that that need minutes. You know, 
Ken, maybe Dennis, maybe KMB, Pollock will probably get a start. And yeah, it's the kind of game where you, you'd see Livermore get a rest. Uh, so I think he'll go for it. I think he will. And it's a huge opportunity because you saw Southampton today. They put out a backup team. They they didn't really, you know, they didn't really care about this game as much. They've got uh, they've got automatics to fight for. They don't want to be fighting for the FA Cup. So I'd imagine they'll they'll go for you know, a backup team with a few kids sprinkled in like today. So, yeah, big opportunity. If we if we go for a strong team, why can't we go there and win? Um, and anyone who's who's making the journey on a, on a midweek for an FA Cup replay, they probably they probably deserve to to come back with a win. I just I don't want to watch us away at Liverpool. I don't think any Watford fan wants to watch that. I do need to tick off Anfield, so um, I'd, I'd try and go, but. I, I don't want to watch us at Liverpool. Uh, I think they're probably, obviously with the recent news, they're probably bound to win some silverware this season. So uh, no chance of us upsetting them. And yeah, I mean, it could be a good day out. I'd, it'd be a good test for the players, see what we've got, see if we can compete with Premier League teams. But I I just wish we, we either held on or lost it right at the end today and then that'd be it done with. But But no. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, I've been to Anfield a few times and it, it's a tremendous occasion, obviously, seeing the whole, the, the cop end and the, the singing and the, the atmosphere when the players come out is is fantastic. And, you know, it's it, for any child or, you know, anyone who's not been to Anfield, like you just said yourself, and going up there and experiencing it is it's incredible. But, yeah, un- unfortunately, we've not had um, we've not had the best of luck there since uh, Tommy Mooney's famous goal in '99. So, yeah, it's it's probably um, it's one where I think uh, I think Salah will be no Salah won't. I don't know whether it's finished by then. So I he think might not. Finished. It will be finished by then. So yeah, Salah could, could be Salah's first game back then. But it, oh yeah, of course. Sorry, it's the end of um, it's the 28th, mm. isn't it? So, yeah, you know what? Then. It's the same day as when we beat them three 0 Oh, of course it is. Yeah, it is. It's the anniversary of the famous victory, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll oh, see wow. if he tweets about that. Yeah, that's well, that'll be interesting. Then that'll probably be in the back of their mind. You know, can Watford pull off another another shock? And you know, Saar is on the market again now. He's leaving Marseille. So can yeah, we can bring him back? Yeah, I did. I, I did see. Yeah, Marseille have, uh, have have said that they want to um, potentially offload him. I saw that Villarreal were were interested. So there is another team in yellow that are fighting fighting for his uh, his signature. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, it, so Salah's going to be back by then. So, you'd expect Liverpool to be going full throttle. It's a it's a competition that, you know, they they always do well in. And, uh, yeah, I, I've I, I've got this horrible feeling it will probably end three, four, five, potentially, if, if we get there, that is. Um, but, yeah, anyone who does make the journey to Southampton or Liverpool providing obviously we beat Southampton and then going up to Liverpool hats off to you you deserve a medal um but yeah just wrapping up then Cam we'll just briefly just talk about Sheffield Wednesday on Wednesday um obviously probably Val's going to make more changes going back to the side probably look similar to the starting 11 at Bristol City uh are you confident at getting a result there look uh, it's one of them if you want playoffs you should be looking to beat a team in the relegation zone away from home. Me personally, I don't think playoffs are, are the be all and end all. I just want to see us, you know, keep developing our game, keep performing. And if we can win, then brilliant. I might start getting ahead of myself. Uh, yeah, look, I think we'll see, uh, like you said, a similar team to what we saw last week. I I think the big one is who's going to play right centre back after that Pollock performance and we got Sierra out of, but I'd I'd stick with Ryan Porteous there. I think he'll just help us, you know, impose our game away from home. I think he's he's too good on the ball to leave out, and we can't really get those qualities out of Pollock and Sierra out of. So, yeah, look, we we should be going through, you know, a strong team, and looking forward to. It. I wish I could be going, but I I can't. Yeah, um, it's a it's a grand I like doing as well. I was pretty gutted. It was. Move to uh, move to midweek. Um, 
Yeah, just touching on that starting eleven, I kind of expect uh, with, what with Martins obviously doing well, Martins will probably start up top and keep that front free, which obviously paves the way for Georgie with if Kone's injured. Uh, Georgie will probably slip back into that midfield position with Livermore and Delibashiru, won't he? And obviously we prefer him in that position, driving forward from central midfield. So back in a position that he's obviously done a lot better in um, since he's come in the side, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Good problem to have, though. We've got um, a bit of a midfield problem that we've already touched on with Kone and KMB potentially out. So, yeah, look, I, Georgie is growing by the game. He's getting better and better. He's just driving and driving forward. And, yeah, he's crucial to nearly, you know, every counter-attack we had today. And that was a huge part of our game plan, counter-attacking. And, you know, he's the kind of player you want to sort of pull that off. So... Yeah, I'd, I'd have him back in midfield like he was today. And uh, Mateus Martins, uh, as we said, I'd definitely stick with him. I'd, I just don't know, are we going to go with Martins on the right, Espreer on the left? Or are we going to go you know, back to their normal positions? Uh, I just don't know anymore. And that's the, the good the good thing about this front three is you get a lot of flexibility. You get a lot of unpredictability. And yeah, it's it's a brilliant advantage to have. Yeah, definitely. And Mark's just put this uh, team for Wednesday. I, I probably potentially would obviously question marks over the Porteous. He probably will come back in. Other than that, I do think that's probably going to be the starting eleven. If I'm being honest, for yeah, um, I go with exactly that um, for for Wednesday. So yeah, it's, it's it's a strong side, isn't it? It's it's a good side, and it's one I expect to uh, to to beat Sheffield Wednesday. But yes, quickly then score prediction. Oh, I don't like predicting Watford scores. Um, I'm I'm going to give us a, a two-one win. I think um, I think Bio is going to get a goal. I think he's drew a goal, and I think we'll score from a uh, from a corner. And it is going to be it's going to be Jake Livermore. Why not? Why not? Jake Livermore from a corner. Lovely. Yeah. I'm I, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go a bit more. I'm gonna I actually think three one. I actually think we might score a few goals there on on Wednesday because I do think I've watched them a little bit over the last uh, few weeks. They've been a um, they've been on the highlights a little bit more and uh, over the last few weeks, and they they look like they play quite open football. So yeah, I think uh, with the way we like to play on the counter attack, I think that could benefit us on on Wednesday. So yeah, I'm going three one. But, um, but yeah, thanks everyone for uh, for tuning in this evening. Uh, do remember if you've not subscribed, hit that subscribe button and the like button. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on. I don't think we there's nothing being done. I don't think is there coming for, for the Sheffield Wednesday game. Obviously, with such a quick turnaround. I think I, I had a message come through from a Sheffield Wednesday pod, so they're clearly trying to arrange something. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, Mike said if we get five likes on on this video then he'll he'll take me to southampton away for the for the replay so make make sure that happens please oh uh, everyone who's tuning in if you can hit the like button so we can get mike to uh to to take cam down to southampton we've been um, we've been begging him to do that so yeah if you're tuning in please do hit the like button let's bypass five and try and get on to 10 15 20 um but yeah we'll be back and uh, yeah uh, have a have a good evening, everyone, and come on, you horns. Sports Social Podcast Network.